It's critical that we get a large number of libraries to respond to this survey so that we can be this source of representative data about staffing and diversity that can be used by individual libraries to make decisions and improve their services on up through the national level. Welcome to another episode of FYI, the Public Libraries podcast. I'm Kathleen Hughes with the Public Library Association. On today's show, Sarah Geck will talk with Linda Hofshire about PLA's new benchmarking tool, the 2021 Public Library Staff Diversity Survey, and more. Sarah Geck is a program manager at the Public Library Association. She is responsible for supporting PLA's data and research efforts and developing related training content. Linda Hofshire directs the Research Institute for Public Libraries, also known as Ripple, serves as the instructional designer for embedding evaluation in libraries, and is the training coordinator for InfoPeople, the education and training arm of the Khalifa Group. She also serves as the chair of PLA's Measurement, Evaluation, and Assessment Committee, also known as MEAC. Welcome, Sarah and Linda. My name is Sarah Gerk. I am here today talking to Linda, chair of MEAC. Can you tell me a bit more about your background and your involvement with libraries and library data? I came to libraries as a second career. And prior to coming to libraries, I worked in social science research and evaluation, primarily in the field of education. Then when I moved into libraries, I was fortunate to find a position that still focused on research and evaluation at the Colorado State Library. While I was there, I was fortunate to be part of a team who developed a national training initiative about public libraries and data called the Research Institute for Public Libraries, or RIPPLE. I've had the opportunity opportunity through that to work with a lot of public library staff around the U.S. on how to use data for planning, management, and advocacy purposes. And so that has helped me to really understand the field's needs around data and like what their priorities are around data. And how long have you been involved with PLA specifically? I have been fortunate to chair the Measurement, Evaluation, and Assessment Committee, or MEAC, since 2018. What we do in that committee is work with PLA's data initiatives, including the ones we're focusing on today, the Staffing and Diversity Survey, as well as the Benchmark Tool. What is that survey about and how did that new model come about? Some of the listeners to this podcast uh, may be familiar with the PLDS or Public Library Data Service. That was PLA's annual survey of public libraries that focused a lot on various library characteristics such as staffing, collections, expenditures, usage, those types of things. That provided a lot of comprehensive information, but it also duplicated a lot of what was already being asked in the Institute of Museum and Library Services Public Libraries Survey. That's another annual survey that all public libraries in the U.S. are required to take. And so when we started our work on the MEAC, we were looking at the PLDS and realized that The response rate was declining. Subscription rates were also declining to PLA metrics, which was a tool that could be used for benchmarking and analyzing the data. And so we started to consider whether the field had different needs that PLA could better meet. And through several online town halls, as well as an in-person kind of focus group at an association of rural and small libraries conference, we decided 
decided based on that feedback that the field would be better served by surveys that complemented IMLS's survey by focusing on other topics that were important to the field, but were not being covered in the IMLS survey. That was where the topical surveys model came about. The new plan is to have three topics. Those topics include technology, which was last year's topic, and then staffing and diversity, this year's topic. And then the third topic is programs. And these are on a rotating basis so that every three years, the topic will come up again. And then as time goes on, that will give us the benefit of being able to look at trends over time. And so also, you know, in kind of thinking about what topics were the priority topics for these surveys, as well as kind of, um, you know, what, what was going on in the field right now. There's so much urgency around the issue of equity, diversity, and inclusion, or EDI. In fact, a survey of the field earlier in 2021 showed that this was really a top priority for libraries across kind of multiple areas in which they work. And so it really felt like this was a a critical time to be doing a national survey of libraries on this topic. Can you talk a little bit more about why it's so important, this topic in particular, and why participation from public libraries matters? PLA fields a lot of questions. Among the top requests is around the topics of staffing and diversity. EDI is a priority area for many libraries right now. This survey provides the opportunity to collect representative data about these topics. We don't have another source of that. And so it's critical that we get a large number of libraries to respond to the survey so that we can be this source of representative data about staffing and diversity that can be used by individual libraries to make decisions and improve their services on up through the national level. If you think about maybe some of the questions that you as a local library are struggling to answer when you're thinking about staffing and diversity issues. So maybe that's, what's the average salary for an entry-level librarian in libraries that are similar to ours? Or how does our total FTE, our full-time equivalent staff, compare with other libraries that are our size or have a similar legal service area or the same type of program offerings. Or maybe we're wondering how many of our peers have started EDI efforts and what are they doing? We don't really have a source of answers to those questions. And so the idea is, is that the survey could be a reliable source of those answers. At the national level, these results um, are really critical to PLA and ALA so that they are able to provide data-informed information to elected officials, to journalists, to funders of public library initiatives. And so that is another reason why it's really critical that we're able to collect representative data for the survey. Also, when the survey results are collected, PLA will share the aggregate results broadly. There will be a publicly available report, as well as some various tools and resources that libraries can use to make decisions using the results of this survey. The results will also help to inform future professional development opportunities that PLA 
Delay will offer. Another reason why it's important to get a good response rate this year is because these topical surveys go on a rotating basis. And so we really need to get a good baseline, a reliable baseline, so that when the survey comes up again in three years, we will be able to do valid comparisons to see how the field has evolved. So looking at some of the questions on the survey, it's conceived of in a way that's very broad. It's meant to suit all libraries of all sizes and types across the country, which means there's a lot on there that may not fit for individual libraries at the local level if they have you know, only a couple staff people or if they don't have a particular strategic plan or it's very broad. How do you think they should see themselves in this or what are the possibilities for, especially for those smaller libraries that may feel a little bit overwhelmed by the type of information or the types of questions? You know, no matter how large or small your library is, has staffing concerns, has questions around their staffing, public libraries as a whole are very focused on equity, diversity, and inclusion initiatives right now. Even if you go and take the survey and feel like, huh, a lot of these questions really aren't applicable to our library. That's okay. There's certainly no requirement then that that you would answer those, but your responses will both help then to provide a basis of comparison for other libraries of your size, because there are many, many rural and small libraries in the U.S. In fact, that's the largest group of libraries in the country. And so you're helping to establish that basis of comparison for your peers. And then, And thinking about it at the national level for PLA and ALA, they want to advocate and speak to the needs of all libraries. And the only way they can do that is if libraries of all sizes and locations are represented in the survey. And we definitely want to hear, I think, from libraries as well about where they're at. And there are a lot of places in the survey as well to just provide open-ended comments. So if, if you feel like the questions don't suit you, hopefully you can share some of that feedback in the comments as well. Another thing I would add is that if you're worried that this is going to require getting a lot of numbers on your part, we really tried to be judicious in determining the balance of those questions versus questions that are more of like a yes, no type of response so that libraries would not be overly burdened with those. To participate, libraries can log in to their free account on librarybenchmark.org. All public libraries in the U.S. are invited to take part. And that participation, as we've been talking about, is really essential for the data to be useful to the field broadly. Um, So Linda, how do you anticipate libraries might use these results, um, particularly at the local level? This will be a great source of asking those questions, like a a few examples I mentioned earlier. This will give you an opportunity to track your own progress over time in your staffing and diversity efforts. If you respond to the library every three years, you will have a source of trend data. You'll also just be able to learn about what other libraries are doing in the areas of staffing and diversity and get ideas for new initiatives. And with the ability to be able to look at results based on library type, you can really pinpoint, again, those libraries that are most similar to yours and to see what they're doing. Libraries can use these results to advocate for resources that they need based on that peer comparison data. So they have that database evidence to back them up when they are making the case for resources. 
We have talked a bit about the new tool being used to create the survey, which is called Benchmark. Every library in the country does have free access to be able to complete the survey and to look at some of the resources available as well. Can you talk a little bit more about what Benchmark is besides just the survey platform? PLA worked with the American Institutes for Research to develop statistically valid peer comparison groups for all libraries in the U.S. You can see how your library compares to your peer group on just a variety of different data points that come from various sources, including that IMLS public library survey, the annual survey that we talked about earlier. You can see how that peer comparison group that has already been developed for you, how that compares with you on usage of your library, technology, staffing, expenditures, etc. There are also additional features if you choose to be a paid subscriber, and that includes being able to customize your peer group. So you can choose the libraries that you want to be able to compare yourself with if you don't want to use the peer comparison groups that have already been developed, as well as some other customizable features that gives you the options of comparing yourself against using the IMLS survey data, as well as some survey data from other sources, including PLA topical surveys, such as the Staffing and Diversity Survey that is in the field right now, and the American Community Survey. I just want to emphasize, you can log into Benchmark for free to complete the survey and to view any past survey responses that you've submitted to PLA, as well as some of the other free features of the toolkit. So subscriptions are optional. We definitely appreciate anyone logging in to complete the survey that is currently open. Uh, Linda, is there anything else we should be sure to cover in this? We just really encourage you to take the time to complete the staffing and diversity survey and also to encourage your peers to do so. Because again, there is not another source for this information, for staffing and diversity information. And that's such a critical issue for public libraries. And so your response will really make a difference in being able to provide that valid source of information for the field. Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Thank you to our guests, Sarah Geck, Program Manager at the Public Library Association, and Linda Hofshire, Director of the Research Institute for Public Libraries. We encourage you to go and take the Public Library Staff and Diversity Survey. Deadline is January 14th, and you can find that at librarybenchmark.org. Thanks for listening.